This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I think that you, if you were here and covering uh, the Panthers, Bryce Young would be better. You know what? There are a lot of things that I have missed out on. Like I worked in Virginia the year I left. They went and won the NCAA tournament. You know, you guys have been having success with the Final Fours before I got there. Then I get there. Nobody goes to a Final Four. Then I leave and people go to Final Fours. I just had really bad luck. But I will say I missed out on this Bryce Young and I'm uh, I'm not too disappointed that I'm not there having to Man. go into loser locker rooms, which it, is one thing I am good at, though, because uh, Mark Armstrong <laughs> always got the winning locker room. <laughs> yeah, somebody always draws the short straw. The losing locker rooms, man, are tough. They are oh, they God. are tough. Look, I covered the Hurricanes for a long time, having to walk into the locker room, and every single night I, I was asking the same questions. The oh my same God, questions of the same players, and boy, it gets old. Let me ask you this, because I know uh, this weekend on Saturday, it's a sea of seven and six teams. Uh, but that doesn't mean we don't have good teams. Uh, we mm. have a bunch of teams. I think Denver's playing very, very well right now. And it, while I hate the fact that Sean Payton has turned them around because I don't really like Sean Payton, but I mean, that is a, that is a very good team. I say that, but I don't want to talk about them. Um, the, the Steelers have had some, they're working through some issues here. Uh, they fired Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator. Mike Tomlin is coming under fire for a lot for from a lot of fans because they've lost their last two games that were obviously winnable. Uh, and now Ben Roethlisberger is saying that the coaching is poor and the the Steelers' culture is gone. Is this normal operating procedure around the Steelers now? Um, you know, I look at that schedule and all three of those games on NFL Network on Saturday, when they first were released, it was like, okay, you know, not great games. There is so much on the line for all those games. Let's start with the Steelers and Colts. This Steelers team beginning of the season was finding ways to win, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how you find the ways to win. As long as you're winning in this league, like you'll make it to, to the playoffs, right? But they have lost some terrible games to the Patriots and to the Cardinals, if they come out and lose this game, I have way more questions than answers. This is, for me, if I'm on the Steelers, you need to come out and prove that the past two games were a fluke and you really are a good team and not, you know, those two those losses to two-win teams doesn't define you. I kind of feel that same way with this Broncos-Lions game, right? The Lions were all the talk mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. They've lost some interesting ones here they lost on thanksgiving then they oh they barely beat the saints i believe was their next yep. team and then just lost to the bears same kind of thing with them come out and win this game and prove no we actually are a good team that last couple weeks was a fluke but like you mentioned it's crazy to talk about this broncos team when you look at the afc west and of course i cover that division you know with the chargers being yeah. here in la the broncos have a legitimate chance to win the division mm-hmm. that's insane Right? Because yes. at the beginning of the season, we were like, this Sean Payton situation was a bust. You know, Russell Wilson can only win in Seattle. Like, this is it's over. Now this Broncos team legit can win the division. Like, what's going on? I got, uh, real quick, Bridget Condon is joining us here from NFL Network. It ruined my joke because for oh, however many weeks, based on Sean Payton saying, look, we know that he didn't say him, but... Uh, that the uh, Nathaniel Hackett did the worst coaching job in NFL history. Uh, so for weeks, as the Broncos were 
eight, losing to the Jets, uh, getting hung 70 on them by Miami. It, I, I kept saying, this is the worst coaching job in NFL history. And then they've gone and they've gone, what, six and one in their last seven games. And I know it's crazy, but right now I, I have very little faith in most of the AFC. Maybe the Ravens are the best team, but uh, Miami's defense isn't very good right now. I don't real I don't I don't think Buffalo's going to make the playoffs. If they did, I would have a little bit more faith in them. I and I could see Denver getting all the way to the AFC Championship game. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on, or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, make sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I think that's a little... Uh... Overexcitement from your part. <laughs> um, like, I mean, it's still Patrick Mahomes, you know? Like, I, I think people are maybe giving the Chiefs too much hate after what happened this weekend. They still have Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey. I do believe that they will bounce back and be okay. And I never want to, you know, if I'm mm -hmm. a team, I don't want to play Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Um, but it is crazy when you talk about that Miami game, Broncos-Miami, it's crazy that that was the same season. You just brought that up, and I was like, whoa, I kind of forgot about that. But yeah. that's, I mean, goes to show how much Russell Wilson and Sean Payton have really hung in there, and that's hard to do, especially when the entire nation is talking crap about you. Uh, I, pr I appreciate you uh, telling me to pump the brakes, Bridget Condon. <laughs> the, and you're, you're pr I'm sure you're right, by the way. Um, I mean, I might eat my words. If this happens, I'll come back and say sorry. All right, that's fine. Uh, it, it'd just be an excuse to uh, to call you and have you on the radio. Um, there we go. The, 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 the thing about Denver is that uh, they still have the bones of a good team. Last year was, an, uh, I think, an aberration. Uh, I just didn't think that they would get it back together. But they can run the ball. And they're, uh, they look like Russell is sort of getting back to being – he's never going to be what he was the first six or seven years with Seattle. But I think they're getting back to being better. And Sean Payton, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Hall of Fame coaches tend to figure it out. And you're probably right about Andy Reid, except I think that you would start uh, at wide receiver right now if, uh, if, uh, if, you, were, if, you, you, know, if you wanted to. I think they would – on his podcast saying stop with all this hate on our skill position players they're great people they're very talented so i don't yeah, know they just can't line up on side or catch the ball other than that uh how is the play mrs lincoln um we gave the Bengals up for dead when joe burrow went down but wow, it i love this it looks like uh uh, uh jake browning isn't terrible Okay, so I covered that first game that he was the full-time starter against the Steelers. It was right after the Canada firing. The Bengals lost that game, and everybody was saying, you know, we're not going to win another game. Like, the Bengals aren't going to win another game with Jake Browning. I had this feeling, right, that he was going to be okay because this guy is a winner. He won his high school state championship game by, like, 60 points or something insane. He set all these records in college. He just hadn't had a shot, and a lot of people think, okay, you've been around the league four or five seasons. You haven't played. You must be bad. But he made a good point. 
he was on teams as an undrafted free agent, they're going to give the priority to the late-round draft guys that they pick and let them, Mm -hmm. you know, be the backup in the preseason. But because he had that opportunity with Joe Burrow injured, he got a lot of time during preseason, and he is so smart, and players will tell you he learned this offense, this defense, like he was in DB meeting rooms, like helping out the defense. And, I mean, I just think this team is going to be okay with him. If they find a way to sneak into the playoffs, it's going to be really interesting. One of my favorite stories from that week when I was covering that game, I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, I was talking to uh, some of his teammates, and they were like, this dude will do anything to get that much better. And they said (laughs) this summer and spring, all he ate was ground beef, salt, and honey for every meal because, I don't know, I guess he was trying to lose some weight, and, like, that was – the diet and they were like, yeah, he was like, come with his like microwavable container with ground beef, salt and honey and like microwave it and eat it. And like, they were like, yeah, it's kind of weird, whatever. But like, that's how dedicated this dude is. That is very weird. Um, if I, I'll try it. I'll, I'll, I mean, especially right before the holidays, because my mother-in-law <laughs> keeps making cinnamon rolls. Uh, so, uh, like, I'm, I'm not even lying. Uh, I was like, I thought all this stuff was supposed to come after Christmas, not before Christmas. Don't do this to me. Um, all right, I want to get to Tommy DeVito before we have to leave. Maybe before his agent uh, puts <laughs> puts a hit out on me. Um, so, I had I did not realize this until I did a little reading on him. He's basically from my hometown. And I guessed, I just guessed the other day about where he went to school. It was Don Bosco Prep, uh, which is a parochial school in northern Jersey. It's it's sort of a suburb of of New York and Newark at the same time. Uh, But this guy has just absolutely taken the world by storm without necessarily being all that great. Uh, but it's really one of these late-season stories that the NFL is great at selling. This season has been the year of the backup, and it's been so fun. From Joshua Dobbs to Jake Browning to Tommy DeVito, this is what we live for. These stories that, you know, we're not talking about the people that we're normally talking about. The video that's gone viral of his dad, Tommy DeVito Sr., kissing the agent and then the agent <laughs> turning the cheek and, like, kissing the father – I was watching that like, wait, wait, am I in the theaters? Am I watching like a, an actual movie made in Hollywood right now? Because that's what it feels like. Just the whole Frank Sinatra, like vibe, the way the agent is dressing. But the fact that this Giants team has won three straight games after starting just two and eight is very impressive. I know we, we know Daniel Jones very well, mm-hmm. a deep guy, but got to give it up for, Tommy DeVito, like the spark that this team has now. And did you see the clip at the when the game ended of Brian Dayball and him embracing and like <laughs> the excitement and the happiness? You know, it it's so fun. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They do have the toughest remaining strength of schedule in the NFC. So I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park, but I think everybody should just enjoy what's happening right now because this doesn't happen every season. Hey, they went out. They make the playoffs. I don't think they're winning out. I think they'll lose both games to the Eagles, but they become a more difficult out for the Eagles, especially uh, at MetLife Stadium because Philly's defense has kind of gone south final thing for bridget condon nfl network and real real quick i mean devito is perfect for the giants he's like everybody i grew up with rooting for the giants so i used (laughs) i used to go to sunday dinners 
I was introduced to Sunday dinners at like 2 o'clock, and I didn't understand why we were having dinner when it was still 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Sundays. But uh, I was, I mean, that, that's where I grew up. It's just amazing. He is, I mean, prototypical Giants fan slash quarterback, I guess. Um, is there a better team than the San Francisco 49ers? Okay, wait, real quick, and you're going to kill me because you probably have to go to break. But that's I fine. just need to say we had his agent on Total Access. Oh, gosh. Network and they asked him like, "Hey, you know, your first <laughs> role should be like getting him out of the mother's house, right? Like he's got to get on his own." And he was like, "Have you do you know an Italian family? Like, no, he's going to live with his mom the rest of his life, especially until he gets married." Uh, that was just so funny. Like he really is the prototypical New York guy. Is there a better team than the 49ers? I will tell you, I'm actually covering on Christmas 49ers Ravens. I think that's going to be the game of the year. I just watched the Ravens beat the Rams and. The way that they found ways to win, yes, they're not perfect, but I do believe in that team. The 49ers have looked great after there was a little period there during the season where we were like, is this the team? But they were dealing with some injuries. I think that game is going to be telling for, uh, you know, I think those are two of the best teams in the league right now, and I'll let you know after that game. All right. Uh, I I think that there's a big gap between the 49ers and the next best team. Uh, and I will really? also, I, I do. I, I, I mean, they haven't lost when they're whole. When Trent Williams is there, they haven't lost. Um, Debo, when Trent Williams and Debo Samuel are on the field, they're yeah. they're undefeated. Uh, and I, I happen to like Brock Purdy. Do you Purdy think they're going to blow out the Ravens? Or you no, think it's be a close no, no, no. They could, I'm not even guaranteeing that they'll win a playoff game. But oh. because there is, you can't guarantee anything like that in the NFL. Crazy How do people bet on this stuff. I don't know <laughs> uh, because it's hope trafficking. That's 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 why it is. Uh, by the way, Tommy DeVito move out of his parents' house when he knows how to make sausage and peppers. And cutlets, right? Cutlets. <laughs> get get the cutlet recipe from mom. Bridget Condit, NFL Network. I appreciate your time. Good to talk to you. Appreciate you guys. We'll do it again soon. All right. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.